There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh here with Jim Price, the one and the only, the man, the myth, the legend, the (laughs) long-haired. I don't even know what to say after that, but (laughs) Jim Price. That was good enough. I'm doing good, man. Doing good. I mean, we're uh, getting excited. uh, You know, here in about a week, we're going to be in, we're going to be in New York, York. right there in the middle of it all. Gonna be in Rochester, man. Well, we're gonna be in Avon, yeah. but hey, Avon. it's gonna be a good time. We're gonna we're gonna meet some people, shake some hands. Uh, hey, Josh, maybe, will you take me to Niagara and hold my hand when we go underneath the waterfall? Will, uh, will, you, no. go, will you go with no. me? No, no. I mean, <laughs> from what I get, I haven't been there in in decades. But from what I get, right? it's not the best part of town that you want to be in. <laughs> oh, they, oh, wait they built the they built the waterfall in the ghetto. What, is that well, what they did? No, it, they built the built a waterfall and it turned into a gutter. They, they, well, oh, they one but, before the other. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. I get but it. anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah and, and it's a little bit of a long way. It's about a two hour drive down there. But uh, but no, it'll be a good th- it'll be a good time. We're, we're gonna have a great time down there for everybody out there. July second, July second. I'm putting out a te- I'm putting out a request. I'm gonna do a request, not one of those one hit requests where we you know get to play the music. I'm putting out a request. I want to stay at a bed and breakfast. In the area, and I need somebody to reach out to me and say, "Hey, my aunt Judy, or whatever your aunt's name is, or uncle, or I own an amazing bed and breakfast, and uh, we're gonna we want Jim Price to be there." So I I, I will gladly pay. How'd you know I had but an I, aunt Judy? <laughs> I'm that's, so good at this, odd, man. man. I know you are. I'm so, so good at this. Hair. Must be the Highlander <laughs> hair. Um, it's the connection to the universe around me. It is. It is. So, yeah. well, yeah, so guys, Jim Price is looking for a bed and breakfast. If you know anybody, if you have one, it's going to Recommendations. He, uh, yeah, he, he needs a recommendation. So send that over to I got, I want to pay. Now, I'm not, this, is not a, this is not a freebie. This is me. I want to pay for my room. But I just want the experience, you know, something, well, I don't know. I will tell you, you're, you are going to the home, the home. Of like bed and breakfasts. I mean, this is really like the play. Oh yeah, my my grandparents ran a bed and breakfast for I mean, what twenty years, twenty twenty five right. years, um, and there's tons of them out there. Okay, um, that are like you know the the very the good ones, not the Airbnb stuff. We're talking right. about legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bed and breakfast. Yeah, legit. Where, you know, the they got the apron on the whole thing or whatever. Oh yeah, it with is. the old I don't know. I've never done a bed like and breakfast. Gym? It's time to get up. Breakfast is ready. Come on. Are they going to rub my back a little bit? Come on, Jimmy. That's a Come little, on, Jimmy. I, I think that that's a little It's odd. time to get up. We've been watching <laughs> you sleep all night. <laughs> get out of my room, lady. <laughs> anyway, no, I... I cat comes in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, great. The cat's well, here. Well, anyways, guys, so July 2nd uh, at yeah. the Beachcomber in Canisius Lake. July 2nd, Beachcomber in Canisius Lake, noon yeah. to 3. I, and look... And look I know most of you guys are going to be out in the area. I know that you're going to be like, I want to go so bad, but it's so far away. Listen, just get out there. Beachcomber, Canisius yeah. Lake, noon to three. 
Sunday, July 2nd. If you want an RSVP that helps us get a gauge of who's going to be there, you can go to the Red Pill Project Facebook page or you can go to the WYSL Facebook page. Pretty easy right. to get to the Red Pill Project Facebook page. You go to redpills.tv slash FB, as in Foxtrot Bravo Facebook, you know, FB. So okay. go check that out. And, and if you're just going to show up, you're just going to show up. Cool. We're expecting uh, we're expecting a few people there, and it's going to be good to see you guys. Uh, apparently, they're going to give Jim and me a microphone and a PA system. So it is probably going to be funny, loud, sad, doom and gloom, and patriotic. So it, it, this is how we're going to bring in the 4th of July. And I, I think that, you know, this 4th of July is special. You know why this 4th of July is special, Jim? What's that? Tell me. Well, b- because Uh-oh. this is this could Did be one something? of the last 4th of Julys ever yeah. celebrated in the United States of America. Yeah, Every no. year we have You don't to know when it's ever. over till it's over, yeah. right? That's right. I mean, you know, with, with, with what they are doing to this country, with what the incompetent Joe Biden and his crony deep state are doing to this country... You got to yeah. ask yourself: Are are this time next year? Are we even going to have a country left? Is there going to be mm-hmm. some cataclysmic event that is going to draw us down into martial law, take the grid out, and you know produce a mass cataclysm within our country that uh, they need military for and all this other stuff? And mm-hmm. our country declines into communism after a color revolution? I, I don't know, but it's a big possibility. Right. Well, and, and you know, here's the thing. Why aren't we living every day like it's Christmas? In the same way you have the anticipation of the new day of Christmas and all the good stuff that we want to do for each other, why can't we think of, you know, even our this month of June being our our pride of patriotism, God and country first people, you know, we should be able to celebrate that and openly do that. But remember, every time you do it, you don't know if you got tomorrow. So why are you wasting it till next year? Why not get out and do it? And by the way, guys, I'm driving. I'm not driving. I'm flying there. But I'm I'm coming thousands of miles, well, thousand or so miles. If you guys <laughs> come on, you guys got to come out to these events, be a part of things. But be a part of this because you want to be a part of something amazing. You want to think of this, you know, long into the future, and you can want to keep repeating it. We want to create a habit of patriotism and, and getting involved. Well, this is where the habit begins. The first step. Come to this event, find out what we can do for each other, and be amazing with it. It's going to be awesome. I agree. And yes, yeah, you know, I just took down – you were talking about Christmas there. I just took down my uh, my arraignment and indictment decorations. What? Um, Already? I took, I, I, well, I did. I did. I put up my uh, 4th of July decorations. Oh, and, okay. And, uh, you know, it, it's been a crazy last few years. I had my, uh, my, my coup stolen election decorations up. Then right. I had my impeachment decorations up, and then I you get had your my, insurrection decorations. My insurrection decorations up. Then I had uh, my my I put my coup back decora- decorations back up on January twentieth, twenty twenty one. Well, that's and right. uh, yeah. you know then I had my uh, my genocide decorations up. And, uh, right. man, it's just been going on since then. Well, and the execution of all the LGBTQ people that we randomly kill in the street, you know, we're, we're finally slowing down on that. So that's a big you know, deal for us, too. That. That's pretty We're crazy. just recovering. Yeah, they, they live yeah. in fear of, they, they of, do. <laughs> of people just shooting. That, these organizations are coming out like, this is a very, very scary time for the LGBTQI plus community. Why? Because you because want to gyrate in front of a child? 
I'd be afraid going, too, buddy. Wait, wait, what? What violence? Like, because that would be mainstream news. Do you mean the violence of the last three school shooters who were all affiliated with the LGBTQ community that went in oh. and killed little kids? That violence? Um, yeah. Or are you talking about this new new story that's coming out that nobody's talking about? Which of Boston. That? Did you hear about this Boston story? Huh. Maybe I did. Oh, I'm not oh, oh listen to this. The most underreported okay. story in Boston right now is first responders were called to a public housing complex. Oh, that one? In Boston oh, for a man in oh. cardiac arrest and found a horrifying yeah. scene filled with men in drag and at least five mm-hmm. children between the ages of five to ten. I mean, you know, this violence against that community has just got to stop. Uh, the violence that they're <sighs> doing against children needs to stop. Yeah. I mean, this is horrific. You know, it's very, very sad because if you said 10 years ago that pedophilia and drag and the sexualization of our schools and the indoctrination into this this radical ideology would be commonplace, Uh that it would be being pushed by corporations, politicians, governments, and Hollywood, people would laugh at you. But Uh now it is here, it it is coming in, and I'm not going to say it's here to stay, because I definitely don't believe it's here to stay, because this is going to get ugly if this persists, but we're having more and more events like that come out. We're, we're seeing that, and you know, Jim, we uh, we were on the Daily Dose yesterday, and we kind of hit the nail on the head of what was going on right. with all these school shootings. You know, you know the one commonality between all the school shootings? They're fake? Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. I don't want to go to the Alex Jones route, because I don't want to lose oh, okay. a billion dollars sorry. I don't have. Okay. All right. But when you start looking at all the shooters, there's one commonality right you get left wing you get right wing you get lgbtqi you get the anti-gay people right but the one commonality you get the 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 immigrants the illegal immigrants the one commonality is ssris ssris yeah pharmaceutical companies oh yeah yep antidepressants antipsychotics the medication yep. that is being given to Robert F. Kennedy actually came out and was talking about this the other day, and he was spot on correct. He goes, you know, it was like it's not about you know who these political affiliations are. It, it, it's the SSRIs. It, it is the drugs that is being given to these kids that is yep. producing these situations, and he is spot on right. And now think about that a, a, a step further. Think about right. these kids that at five or six years of age are putting on. Um, you know, ADHD medication, which right. the only, you know, the, you know, the cure to ADHD, <laughs> not putting them in a chair, throw them outside, let them yeah. play. Yeah. Get your kid out there and have them engaged in activities. That is the cure yep. to ADHD. It's so easy. You, you don't need drugs to do that. Drugs make them docile, throw them up. Uh, you know, but when you, I met a person that, that age, was on mm. five antidepressants at one time, five of them. Not one, oh, not an antidepressant and some other stuff, but five of them at once. Imagine that mental stability. Oh, my goodness. This guy just picked a great song for this one. Okay, we'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show. Right Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back yeah. to the Dark Delight Show. And, you know, well, we're talking about dark topics. And, and yes... Well, here's the title on that whole, that article you were talking about. Four young children were found living in a Boston Housing Authority, Boston Housing Authority apartment, which means that they're on uh, Section 8, 
filled with drag queens, alcohol, drugs, sex toys, and a dead man. I mean, how much more can you realize that just what we do to feed the bears and they keep coming back to the same trash dumpster to eat? We've got someone's on public access uh, 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 housing, and then they're having a party. Then they've got a dead man in there, plus the drugs, the sex toys. I mean, what? How many more things in society can we get wrong on that one thing? What? what so what would have been left? Okay. A shooting? I, I got to throw some some sarcasm in there. You know, witnesses okay. claim that they saw a white male, roughly approximately six two. Um, identified as Hunter Biden, leaving the premises about an hour before this all actually went <laughs> down. <laughs> but no, I, I mean, all joking, joking aside, you know, th- this is horrific. And um, did you yeah. see uh, Jim Casville on Bannon's War Room the other day? Uh-uh. Oh, goodness. He's talking about um, Tim Ballard with uh, right. Operation uh, Underground Railroad. Right. And uh, he-, he was talking about how law enforcement, 30 Navy SEALs are working with the film, I mean, like Tim Ballard, former former uh, special special operator, uh, right. he's been going around the world, around the world, breaking up these pedophilia rings, these human tra- child human trafficking rings, and uh, actually, one of my buddies um, that I've known for years is uh, kind of like the one of the senior executives there at the foundation with Tim, and so I've been wow. trying to get Tim on, but we just haven't been able to coordinate. I'll make a cord. I'm, I'm, I'll make something there for you because I just had the CEO of uh, the Underground Railroad on my show on uh, Monday. So well, that's that's Tim Ballard. Is it Tim Ballard? Yeah, Tim Ballard's the the, the top guy there. Um, well, who did I have then? I, th- I, I think I know who you had. Yeah, but we'll talk about it after that. But but oh, sorry. Basically, Jim Casaville, and you guys remember him from the Passion of Christ, Mel Gibson's Jesus Christ movie. He's talking about how. There's adrenochrome harvesting factories where they bring mm-hmm. kids in and they harvest them. They they chop them up into pieces and and mine this this drug called adrenochrome, which is produced by your adrenal gland when you have high levels of adrenaline and it's the oxidative state of adrenaline that produces adrenochrome. And if you uh, consume this, it's a very very psychedelic. Um, exhilarating, euphoric drug that's highly addicting. And uh, Jim Casville talks about this. He talks about the the horrifying accounts uh, that they've encountered within busting these child trafficking rings. And I mean, I'm talking about um, organ trafficking. We're talking about um, farming women for babies. And the babies are chopped up and sold to pharmaceutical companies. I, I'm, I'm not joking on this. This is horrific oh, yeah. stuff yeah. that's happening. And then he goes on to talk about how Ukraine is one of the hot spots for this and that the Donetsk or the Donbass region was one of the main areas that the uh, the Nazis in Ukraine were targeting for children and that he claims is that uh, Jim Kesevier was saying that Russia is really just defending themselves and their people because of the atrocities that have occurred in that region. And, and I, I agree with, with him on this because the evidence has been shown by the Russian military, by researchers here in the United States, a few of my friends, as well as myself, that the, the bio labs that they were operating in Ukraine were mm-hmm. developing genetically targeted bioweapons. This is crazy. Uh, basically, bioweapons that target a specific um, 
specific genes within various DNA. So if you're if you're ethnic Russian, like most people are in the Donbas region, there are specific hereditary traits that you can actually target within that DNA. And so then what you do is you go design a virus that specifically targets that genetic trait. You upload that target, or that virus into a mosquito and you release that. And then we just had this general come out from Russia the other day and say the U.S. is going to use drones filled with mosquitoes to target Russian soldiers. What? Uh, that oh, yeah. How do they target Russian soldiers? Okay, see the Rusky over there? Go get that guy. I mean, what are you? No, 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 no. <laughs> so you got to think about what they're doing is so the dam that busted. Right. The dam that busted just flooded that whole area. So now it's summertime. What you're going to have is you're going to have mosquitoes being birthed in that area massively. And what the Russian so uh, what Russian general saying is that they planted a whole bunch of various different uh, mosquito eggs. These these certain mosquito eggs that are genetically modified, right? In those areas, so that when they come out. They go out and they start biting people. Well, okay, they start biting people, but they have a virus in them that is genetically oh. targeting Russian specifically. Wow, I mean that's a lot of work just to just to hate people, just to kill people. I mean that's what we do, yeah. right? We just hate and kill, and that's fine. I mean, <laughs> what is this stuff like? How do we? Who gets up in the morning and just is such a masochist that I just can't wait to watch someone else suffer and die today? I don't get that part of life. I really, I mean, I know that I must, I am completely wired, completely different than these people. It just does not begin to make sense to me that I want to go around just killing off everybody. Not that there's not been times I've had a little road rage. I thought someone shouldn't have a driver's license, but I just don't see the ending of a life as kind of the answer to everything. That's my take on it. Well, you know, there's reasons they do it. And one of the primary reasons they do it is to keep people quiet. You know, I heard that submarine that they're just finding debris of right now, right? Um, I I heard that they had information that could cause for the indictment of Hillary Clinton. And so there there we go. (laughs) What? Joking. Not that again. We're not doing the Titanic all over again, are we? Joking. (laughs) I mean, we're not going to do the whole Titanic thing where we we drown the billionaires to get her away. Uh, You see that they censored, uh, they censured or censors, censured Adam Schiff. What does that really do? What is to censure? What does that mean? They remove him off of all committees. Oh, he's he's so good at what he does. He loses his voice. He he basically will have no committee positions. Um, oh. And can't really speak. Oh, that's what, what? What will we do without his little sound clips? I mean, boy, he he was such a leader in dark times. I I just don't know how I could live without him. Tell me about that Russia, Russia, Russia did it all. I don't. Know, I watched the majority of Durham's uh, testimony on the Senate floor or the House floor yesterday or House Committee floor. Yeah. And I'm telling you what, the amount of stupidity. That it takes to ask the questions that the Democrats asked to try to get him to trap himself. I mean, the amount of work they put into it and then got nothing out of it. Is it true? Is it true, Mr. Durham, that you brought only three cases against anybody and two of them were purposely acquitted by the jury because you were wrong? And I'm like, that's your that's that's your gotcha is you realize that his son is still doing something. You understand that there are there is the 
classified version of his report, right? You have have you talk you don't want to start talking about that out loud, do you? Because this is the declassified version that we're talking about in the House committee meetings. We're not talking about the de- the classified or even the ongoing investigation. How many times did he say he had to refer back to his document and then also say because of an ongoing investigation? How many times did he say that? Too many. But people weren't they just they were not listening for the answer. They just wanted to hear their voice resonate in the committee room. That's all it was. Oh, you remember the guy who said that Guam was going to flip over if too many military got on one side of the island? Remember that black guy? Have you heard of this guy? No. He's from, um, he's, oh, I can't, he is a, he is a ding dong from the word go. He, there's a video of him. I'll have to find it and send it to you. But he literally got on, he's asking the, one of the chairmen of the, like the chairman of Joint Chiefs of Staff or the Chief of Staff, one of the guys on there, sir. If the military were to show up on uh, Guam, uh, seeing how it's only uh, 10 miles across and 21 miles long, wouldn't that cause the island to capsize or turn over? His words, not mine. I'm not kidding <laughs> you. The remember, same guy no, was yeah, asking. Was Guam, and he's like, well, wouldn't that cause the island to like tip over? And he was dead <laughs> serious. What kind, of, it, what kind of weed is that guy getting? Like, he's well, got to be getting the best you know, Jim, weed ever. This is why at the founding of our country, that in order to vote, voting was a responsibility. <laughs> it, was a, it was a privilege and responsibility. It wasn't a, right. Voting is not a right. Understand that. It was yep. a responsibility and a privilege. And in order yep. to vote, you had to be a landowner. Didn't matter the color of your right. skin. Didn't matter your net worth. You had to be a landowner. And the reason you had to be a landowner is because the majority of the people during that time, if you owned land, then you were using that land to produce some type of good. You're producing right. some type of product. And if you were producing some type of product, you needed to be involved with what was going on in Washington, D.C. You needed to understand how that, that what they were doing was going to affect your business. And so this means that you were informed and you were educated on the process and how it works. And that's why yeah. you needed to be a landowner. And when he, they it's changed, uh, Congressman oh uh, Hank Johnson from Georgia. <laughs> yeah, and he's the same sure. one that was... He's like, is it true that you didn't indict Hillary Clinton, James Comey, John Brennan? Is it true? And he goes, exactly. So you didn't find any wrongdoing of a deep state. He's like, false. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about this more here in a minute. We'll be right back with the next show. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight show. Man, got a frog oh, yeah? Got the frog. <laughs> Turn the frogs gay! All right. a... Get that, get that well. frog out of the throat. You know, they really are turning the frogs gay. I mean, you know, Alex Jones was right in all of his glory. <sighs> turning the frogs gay. Oh, man. The water, the air. But hey, did you did you hear about yesterday was the anniversary, the five year anniversary of Greta Thunberg telling us in five years we're all going to. How dare you! How dare you! How yeah. dare you! <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna kill us all. 
how dare you? Yeah, I just the yeah I talk, I think I talked about it on the show yesterday. I was like, you know, I just do not like when they use handicapped people as trophies or you know uh, <laughs> leverages. You know, she's definitely not, not handicapped, but you know, one thing that she is um, is nothing more than a. She's not. She doesn't have Downs or uh, I mean autism. No, oh, she had autism. No, no, no. She might no? claim it. A lot of those kids in that generation claim it, but because um, they're just no, dumb. She, uh, <laughs> she was raised by very, very radical left uh, family members who have direct connections and ties to George Soros and the World Economic Forum. Go figure. Yeah, and uh, she's their Gen Zer spokesperson. But right. you know, I, I wanted to talk about the Durham thing for a second. Oh yeah, go for it, man. So, you know, you had the, this this congressman, and he's like John Durham. Did you find uh-huh. so you didn't have any of these indictments of these high level people? So did you find proof or evidence of collusion of these people uh, in something like a deep state against Donald Trump to form a coup on him? And he's like, well, yeah, yeah, we did. And he's like, well, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. And he's like, well, well yeah, we, we, he's like, no, 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 no. And he wouldn't let John Durham talk. And he goes, that's not No, your you're report. not answering goes, it the right way. He goes, well, then you didn't read my report. He goes, well, well but, 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 here's Aunt Hillary said I could get you with this one. I, why aren't you listening? So the John Durham report is a setup. Right. Okay, it, it's a setup. You want to know it's why? It's a litmus test. Who read it and who didn't? Well, oh, well, sorry. yes, but also, <laughs> think about this, Jim. If uh-huh. John Durham, special investigator, special counsel, indicted Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, John Brennan, James Comey, okay? Right. If he indicted them under the information that he, if he subpoenaed them and then indicted them, okay. that means they would have been tried under Joe Biden's DOJ. Oh. More to come, boys and girls. So if Donald Trump was still in office, John Durham would have subpoenaed them and indicted them, and it would have been a different story. But now we have to wait to 2024, Donald Trump coming back in. When that happens, Donald Trump will reopen the John Durham investigation. Did you hear um, Adam Schiff trying to ask John Durham for the unsealed indictments? Oh, yeah. Yeah. God. And John Durham's like, I can't talk about it. He's like, well, yeah, you can. You put it in your... No, he goes, no, no, we didn't. And he goes, yeah, 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 well, no, you can't. So there he's slipping with... He's slipping with classified information again. There he is. He's slipping on the... Yeah. (laughs) And so John Durham has unsealed indictments that are sitting there. Why? Are they my... Is my name on any of those, John? Hey, John, is is my name on them? He is going to open the investigation back up when Trump comes in. Watch. And when well, that so happens, it's like it, that's when go they ahead. go down. That's when they What's go like, down. Hey, John, was my name on any of those indictments? Can you tell me real quick? Can you just thumb through that and see if my name was at the top real quick? Can you let me know if I need to leave the country? <laughs> go to Ukraine. <laughs> Golly. Ukraine and Thailand are about the only places left that are a non-hate country, non-extradition countries. So well, I'm about the only two a, places. <clears throat> I'm going to make a prediction about Adam Shifty Uh-oh. Ship. Little Adam Shifty Ship. By the way, if anybody out there is wondering, like, what's wrong with Adam Schiff? Like, why do you guys hate Adam Schiff so much? Look up. Just do a <laughs> Google search for Adam yeah. Shift and the Standard Hotel. It's all you have and to it's do. not one source. You will find right. multiple sources. Anthony Bourdain. About. If you guys remember Anthony Bourdain, um, mm-hmm. he came forth and discussed this. 
in private conversation, and it was said to have wanted to come forth with the information because it was so grotesque, because he was there that day. Do you remember the, the DNC donor, um, Ed Buck? Right. The one yeah. who's dead now, who had the, uh, the, the, the dead crack addict on his, uh, on his couch, and he's a political donor, and Nancy Pelosi goes to his house, all this stuff. Uh, he's mm-hmm. the one that provides the children for these people. He was the one that set Adam Schiff up at the Standard Hotel. He was there with Adam Schiff, and Anthony Bourdain was there as well. Man, I tell you what, I don't. I am so, I am so glad I wasn't a part of any of that. Obviously, and you well, know, to be a part of the yeah. politics and the Hollywood and all the. Uh, I mean, there's got to be a point in there where someone said, "I got to stop going down this path," and they didn't stop. Well, Adam I mean, Schiff just, is uh, is the dude from uh, the, the Kevin Spacey show on Netflix. What was that? Which called? one is that? The. Now I'm gonna have to look it up. <laughs> I, I know I hate that all. too. Hey, age age helps. You know, age helps with your memory because you can't remember what you forgot, so it all works out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here to help you, buddy. I'm help you soothe your uh, soothe your woes. Um. Anyway, no, that I don't. I, I don't get it. Like I, I get it, but I don't get it. Remember the one part of Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? House when the black guy. Who? House of Cards. House of. Cards. Oh yeah, House of Cards. So when the that the yeah. black guy says, "Well, I I met the the devil at the crossroads last night, and he showed me how to play this here guitar," and he said, "Well, what'd you trade him for?" Well, my soul. I wasn't using it anyway, and I just think about how profound that little three four minutes of that movie, which is supposed to be the Odyssey, right? Isn't Bo Brother Art Thou? Isn't that based on the Odyssey? The, well, the that book, was based the on a true story of uh, a blues musician uh, from that time frame who mm-hmm. uh, apparently the story is incredibly truthful. And I, I, really? I, let me talk about Adam Schiff real quick, and then I'll get oh, to Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. I was so feeling Adam the time while you were looking it up. Adam, I'm making a prediction here. Adam Schiff just got Roger censored. That. Okay? Okay. In the next few weeks, few days maybe... Diane Feinstein, senator from California, will retire. Mm. And she will be gone within a few weeks or a few months. When she does, right. Gavin Newsom will appoint a new senator to her position. And that appointment will be Adam Schiff. He what? just got censored in Congress. He has no voice anymore. Right. So Feinstein, who's in a wheelchair, can't speak. Is going to retire. Right. Schiff is going to get that position. He's going to move out of Congress. He's going to go on over there. And then what they'll do is Gavin Newsom will then fill his congressional seat with another Democrat uh, who won't be censored. See how they work? Wow. This is how they do it. This is why they didn't care. They wanted to appease the masses with censoring Adam Schiff because they already know he's going to the Senate here in a few weeks. Watch. I, I, I'm telling you, this is going to happen. Okay, but now to <sighs> the crossroads. So, obviously, Cream had the song Crossroads, Eric Clapton. We had, um, you know, various... uh, Led Zeppelin talked about the Crossroads. We had Bob Dylan um, talking... Have you ever heard Bob Dylan's story? Uh Uh-uh. Well, which one? Go ahead. There's a movie out there, I believe it's called Crossroads. And it's talking to all these musicians about their stories and the Crossroads. And Bob Dylan was in Minneapolis, and he uh, was talking to somebody 
about becoming a big rock. He wanted to become a big rock star, and they told him to go out um, to this highway at right. the crossroads between these two highways. Didn't and Pink and um, and uh, what's her face? Um, Poker face chick, didn't they do this? Say the same thing about meeting somebody in a in, a, the, in the alley. Yeah. yeah, and so Bob Dylan actually went out there, and he went out there, and he tells a story that I went out there, and this man showed up, and the man mm-hmm. asked me what I wanted. He asked me to play for him, and I played for him, and he asked me what I wanted, and I told him that I wanted to be a a big country musician, or I wanted to be a big rock star, and and all this other stuff, and uh, the man said, "Okay, payment received." And he walked away, and uh, I became famous. And he goes, I never realized that I had made a deal with the devil. Wow. And, and there's many different people in Hollywood who will tell you very similar stories. That if you go to the crossroads between unknown roads, um, that this these types of events will occur. Wow. And that these people have sold themselves out sold their souls out for fame, money, fortune, but it comes with a very, very heavy price tag. So you've heard of the, uh, the, 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 first, the firstborn child uh, scenario, right? Right. You have uh, Robert Plant, firstborn died. Okay. Eric Clapton's firstborn died. Um, and the list mm. goes on. I can't Sacrifice. remember all. Yeah, well, Sacrifice. Yeah, I mean, John Travolta, his firstborn died. And basically what happens is uh, there's speculation of various different cults in Hollywood. But one of them is what's called the firstborns. And that the firstborns, what happens is, is that you're given the opportunity to become rich, wealthy, famous. You're given all the, the movie opportunities. Uh, but the only thing that you have to do is you have to give up your firstborn son. That's it? That's what they have to do. Wow. No, and, not you know, gonna, I mean, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, it, it's it's horrific to think about it that way, but they have to sacrifice their firstborn sons in order to do it. Wow, I'm going to talk. I'll have to talk to like you something group. offline about that because that was that kind of okay. Yeah, we're going to talk about that offline. But anyway, yeah. that's crazy. It, yeah, it's sorry. like that coincidence with the Clinton family, where right. 56 of her friends close to her and her political ties have died of suicide. I mean, and that's it the, happens. Book of world records, right? All right, we'll be right back with the Dark Delight show after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight show. And Robert Johnson is the blues musician's uh, name. And the oh, movie's yeah. called Devil at the Crossroads on Netflix. And then you can uh, you can search Bob Dylan on YouTube. I just sent that to you guys. Bob Dylan Crossroads. I think it's Crossroads at the Rubicon or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And it's an interview with Bob Dylan where he's talking about it about how he meets the devil and how it's very real. And, you know, listen, man, I, I, I've, um, I've been researching this stuff for decades. Yeah. And one thing I can tell you is that there are phenomena that happen in this world that are very, very real, and they're incredibly unexplained. You know, right. like ghosts. Jim, do you believe in – Jim, do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> I do believe in ghosts, but not in ghosts like a lot of other people think of ghosts. But yes, I do believe in ghosts. Okay. So when, when you come to the area... I don't know what that meant, but to say that I don't believe in ghosts the way other people do. <laughs> so when, I don't when think that they're the area, lost no, souls. I think they're... I, yeah. I might have to take you down to the Genesee Country Museum if it's open. Okay? okay. So a lot of the... Uh, the Genesee Country Museum has a lot of old colonial houses from Virginia 
that were moved up from the 16 and 1700s that were moved into a small town called Mumford to a museum area. My grandmother used right. to work there, um, but lots of ghost activity in some of these houses. Um, in nice. the small town I grew up in, Caledonia, which is right next to Avon, there mm-hmm. is a house, uh, Historical Society Protected. I think it's actually for sale, right next to the Giggling Pig. Right. Dude, this house is haunted, Okay. I was nice. there a few years ago with my family, and it was when it was part of like this uh, this one uh, Amish uh, furniture store out there, Giggling Pig. And uh, we went inside the house, and we were upstairs, and we hear kind of like footsteps and banging downstairs. And I'm like, oh, someone must have walked in the door or something, right? So we all right. go downstairs, and we're at the bottom of the stairs. And mind you, this is a very small house, and we're walking down the stairs, and there's nobody else upstairs. Right when we get to really? the bottom of the stairs, you start hearing the floor creaking in one of the bedrooms. The doors start slamming. Something got picked up and thrown across the top of the uh, the, the walkway in the upstairs. And we just looked wow. at each other like, uh, time to get out of here. <laughs> time to get out of here. And, and yeah, that house has definitely got some paranormal activity going on. The house I grew up in. The house I grew up in on State Street in Caledonia. Right. Uh, was the first library built in 1809 in the town of Caledonia. And you want to talk about paranormal activity? Oh, my goodness. Uh, That house was a hotbed for paranormal. The whole town is really a hotbed for paranormal activity. Um, And there's a lot of that kind of stuff out there, and I'm pretty sure people will tell you all different types of stories and uh, but even, even like UFO sightings, like I've, I've had my encounter with UFOs, with objects in the sky. I've had my encounter with, all, I just saw a ghost, uh, with all right. types, I, I swear, but uh, with all types of things from objects in the sky to poltergeist activity to, um, we used to live in this other house in Caledonia and mm-hmm. we had a padlock on the, uh, the, what is it? The attic. So there's a door right. and a stairwell leading up to the attic, and they had a padlock that locked access to the attic. And I'm like, why is there a padlock there? One night, that padlock was going crazy, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. You hear footsteps running across the uh, right. the trusses up on the attic. And I'm like, what's going on? They're like, it's just a squirrel. Go back to sleep. I was pretty young. I'm like, a squirrel doesn't make that much noise, and the padlock is just banging back and forth. It stands straight up and then drops down. I right. moved out. I moved in with my dad after that. I mean, but yeah, <laughs> man, it, there's some. Um, some that Homer's stuff Odyssey that is the "Oh brother, where art thou?" Homer's Odyssey was. I heard that that was what that was the parallel to that. Oh. It was written in the same format. That's why they had the frogs and the sirens and you know, or they had thought his buddy turned into a frog. But anyway, but that, the, the, the four the, the four corners thing though is the. Uh, it, I know there's more to that, but I just haven't you know. You you drew that parallel for me on that. That's good. Anyway, yeah. well, you know, there's a there's a lot of unusual things that happen in this world, and you know, we shouldn't discount them or try to discredit them simply from speculation, but we should take some claims as you know pertinent and, and investigate them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I remember. Being, uh, there's uh, a lot of back roads out in those towns, a lot of old farm roads. And right. there's, um, you know, Koch Road, Lacey, everybody, everybody who's listening knows what I'm talking about. And uh, <laughs> me and my buddy, on September 11th, 2001, we were up at the tank. And people will know where that is out in those areas. 
And it's an old chlorine tank that was abandoned up on this old farm road. And uh, there's no planes in the sky on September 11th, right? No planes. Right. The only planes were military jets. And we were watching um, the F-16s come out of Buffalo from the uh, National Guard base. Mm-hmm. And we were watching them go down and do probably going down to Syracuse or whatever and turning around and, and just doing patrols around the airspace. We watched this, this light, this bright white light from the tree line, rise up from the tree line, above the tree line, and take off straight into the sky. Wow. And the only, and this is back in 2001. So the only camera we had was one of the disposable Kodak cameras that you had to like, you know, you had to like click, click <laughs> zick, on the top zick, of it. Zick, zick. Right. Yeah. And so we're sitting there like, oh my God, click, click. Oh my God, click, click. And none of the pictures came out, obviously. There's no way to zoom right. or focus or any of this stuff. Right. But, I mean, we, we watched that happen. And we watched the F-16 probably pick it up because the F-16 started kind of doing laps around the Rochester area and trying to, like, kind of zone in on that airspace. And mm-hmm. this object, it floated up out of the tree lines out there um, on, on Lacey Road. And it came wow. above the tree line. And I remember we were, we were smoking something. And but we weren't like crazy or anything, and it rose right. above the tree line and it poof just took off. And we're like, "What was that? Oh my god! We're like, we just saw a UFO! Oh my god!" But right. th- there's great. a lot of stuff that happens out in those areas, and you know maybe it's because th- it's the you know the the Iroquois Indian area. There's uh, a lot of Native American presence there. Um, very very big on that, but I, I don't know. It, who knows? But You'll have a good time if you want to do like that kind of stuff. I think there's yeah. actually a few places to go in Avon. I think there's an old uh, insane asylum down there you can go. Do well, it. you know, I want to have a good time, not a scary time. So <laughs> I, mean, I don't mind. Like, hey man, did you see the UFO? Yeah, I saw it go by, but I was too busy doing this other cool stuff too. So that was a kind of a sideline. I don't think I want to seek out too much. I don't know if that uh, makes me weak or not, but I. <laughs> I'm there for a good time, man. I don't want to get scared. Well, we will definitely have a good time. You'll yeah. you, you're, you'll be there for the Ring of Fire on Kinesis Lake, which will be pretty cool to watch. Um, right. And, uh, yeah, I think a few of us will go down there, watch the Ring of Fire. We'll go back, have uh, a little private party. That will be pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be a good time. I'm, in, I'm looking forward to meeting everybody out there. Um, last right. year we did it at Mortalis Brewery in Avon. We had a blast. I had a whole bunch of people come out. We drank some beers, some really good craft beers. Are you driving? You're driving over or are you flying over? I, well, I'm driving to New York, so I'm leaving next Friday morning. Uh, so I'm okay. driving there. It's a 15-hour drive, so basically the same to Tennessee. And, right. uh, um, yep, I'm driving there and then. Uh, to Canisius Lake, I'm probably not going to drive there because I plan right. on having a few um, adult beverages Roger and that. relaxing a little bit. Well, I'll be so, flying in Thursday night late, and then I'll try to drive down. I guess I'll drive down from Rochester Monday or Friday morning to get to the studio because we're going to we're going to do a, a studio live on Friday, right? For Friday and Monday, we're going to be in the studio. Oh, well, you know what? Maybe I'll leave Thursday. I'll leave Thursday and we can do that. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Let's discuss. But, uh, guys, right. hey, that's all we have for the Dark Delight Show today. Much love, respect, God bless you guys. I hope to see many of you guys there on July 2nd at the Beachcomber from noon to 3 for the Dark Delight Show's meet and greet. Have a great day. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.